You're listening to The G-Factor with Lauren and Tony, a weekly microcast offering a variety of unique ways to market your business or organization. Now, without further ado, here are the hosts of G-Factor, Lauren Doherty and Tony Van. Your magic number is 35, Lauren. Do you know why? Mm, I, I don't think we should talk about this. Well, I'm. If you didn't catch last year, last week's podcast, I urge you to do so, and that would be a hint on why thirty-five is the number uh-huh. of the week. Is that is that a good tease, Lauren? Thanks. Good? Yeah, it's great. It's great. Well, we got see. That's what we call a callback, Lauren. We got to get people to hear the the content of the first couple of weeks to understand where we're going for this week. That's and, what does it. Yeah, I guess that's it's it. my sacrifice. Con- constant conversation, Lauren. We're just having a conversation. It's you and me and a uh, listener or two, pretty much. That's how this works out. So, hell, um, those of you who don't know, didn't hear the big music that happened, welcome to the G-Factor podcast. This week, I think we're going to talk a little bit about formality and that's why i did that lauren is because you know when i grew up back in the day you know you got dressed up when you went to you know dinner and you and you got dressed up when you went to church and you got dressed up when you flew on an airplane and i even remember going and buying a car and my parents changed clothes and put on a suit and tie because they wanted to make sure people knew that you know they could kind of qualify for the for the loan for the car right so things have Things have changed over the years. Definitely. And thank you for the added grandpa voice too. the serious, serious voice. I think really was a touch there. I just Things to have make definitely it. changed. Let's just move on from that. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so today I think we should talk a little bit about um, the brands and how they changed over time and, you and I had a discussion about it, and that's kind of what precipitated this podcast um, in the fact that basically, you know, brands uh, back kind of when I was a kid or so in the 70s or 80s, they were a really formal brand. In other words, they were really something that um, looked at uh, being structured or colossal or very official. So, I mean, I'm going to throw out some brands by no means are we sponsored by or approved by, although I think we're open to sponsorship still from these <laughs> folks, but, um, you know, uh, companies like still around, let's see what yeah, you spit out they, here. <laughs> they are still right. Right. True. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, you probably throw some out, you were kind of at the cusp as well, but I mean, I think of things like general motors or IBM or general electric or, you know, Pan Am airways or, um, I said IBM, uh, even the places that we would go eat uh, dinner or whatever. I mean, think about steak and ale. Like, you know, I don't know if you remember that place or not, but that was yeah. that was kind of the fancy place to go. It, you know, looking back, it was probably kind of the Olive Garden of the time for steaks. But, you know, I mean, that, that was kind of a thing to do. And, uh, you know, the brands have to evolve over time. Right, Lauren? And right. they need to understand the consumers and where they are. So, um, some of those brands have done a good job and some have not. Right. And some have either, you know, fallen by the wayside or been purchased or evolved, um, kind of depending on that. So it, it is a big, I guess, decision and, you know, a giant choice for especially large brands and small brands as well to make on, you know, 
staying true to what you are currently and how can you still stay true to that brand, but change, you know, with either opinions or thoughts or your clientele, whatever that is. So, and I think maybe we're just super, I don't know if sensitive is the word, but hyper aware of it in the past couple of years with all of the things that have happened, um, you know, with COVID and cultural issues and societal issues, maybe we're just seeing it um, faster, maybe. Uh, Mm -hmm, Maybe it's mm -hmm. just, you know, that we have more information readily available. I don't know. But that's how I feel anyway. Do you can you feel like or have you thought of like, when a brand can identify when it might be time to pivot? Because in my opinion, you know, you should evolve, the brand should always evolve. But there's a difference between you know, understanding that moment and moving forward and then just doing it because, you know, it's hokey or it's time to, you know, do it because someone thinks it's, you know, a competitive advantage. Have you, have you given any thoughts to that? I think that, I mean, I guess I can reference kind of us, you know, I think that as society's needs evolve or change or your customer bases needs change or evolve, or even looking at, um, through COVID, you know, just restaurants, for example, you know, they started doing to go and to go beverages and to go food and like, even like grocery items, you know, like, um, there was a, a few restaurants in Oklahoma city that, you know, you could get milk and bread and whatever you needed. And they were getting it from like their restaurant supply and their suppliers, you know, um, when you couldn't find it at the store. So that was a perfect, perfect example of, you know, evolving and very quickly, For us, I think in communications, you know, things change over time and things change very quickly too. Just for instance, you know, we started with, you know, MySpace and then there's Facebook and then there's Twitter (laughs) and then there's Instagram. So all of those things are, you know, making small changes probably daily, but we change some of our services or our offerings just because, you know, all of the tools had changed too, or new tools had come on board over time. So it was kind of a mix. Um, And, you know, you can kind of just start seeing trends and what your clients need or want. But also, I think just from like a business owner standpoint or, you know, a a brand standpoint, your personal values, needs or views or what you love to do or want to do also changes. So it's kind of a mixture of like your audience as well as your goals and your needs as well. Um, I don't know that I can say like, when is the time to do that? Like, is that, you know, you sit down every year, every three years, every five years, I think that's difficult. But I think that um, if you're not sitting down and planning, or at least discussing, you're definitely behind. But it's hard for me to put a time on that. Um, Yeah, you know, and there's so many different businesses, I guess, and types of businesses, but well, it all works together. Yeah, it all works together. And this acceleration factor, which you have, uh, you know, talked about or you discussed real quickly, I think that has really been a game changer. And I, I think I probably just hooked two cliches back to back on that deal. But the reality is, I think that back in the, you know, say 20 years ago, 15 years ago, you could kind of see trends changing. You kind of see the consumer moving towards either, you know, something else or another offering or a little different way in which they were making a purchase or something like that. I mean, think about this, you know, I mean, it's, it's 2021. I still remember, and I'm just going to date myself here, 15, 20 years ago, looking in catalogs. I mean, looking at JC Whitney's mm-hmm. catalogs, that type of thing. Now there was obviously the internet was still around 
uh, but it wasn't as, as all consuming. I cannot tell you the last time I looked at a, a magazine, if you will, or something to choose something, uh, office supplies or, um, you know, equipment or whatever. It's always on the internet. And that's been a, a huge shift, um, for the uh, consumer to do. Hence the reason why you've moved from, Hey, we're doing, you know, catalog design to website design. I mean, that just precipitates that. And then right. like you say that you throw in the, uh, the cultural changes of a community or a society and that too is communicated much quicker. I'm not going to say it's all because of the internet, but you know, if you had a newspaper and some newspaper, you know, 1500 miles away reported on something, it would take a long time for that news really to get to you. Even if it was published in a, you know, like a USA today or something like that today, it's instantaneous. I mean, my wife sits down and reads me headlines, just bangs those headlines out off of her Facebook feed every night. And part of me is like, yeah, I saw that. Part of me thinks, man, you know, this is instant news. I mean, she's just barking that stuff out, you know. So mm -hmm. um, that's really changed, I think. That's that's changed a brand. Um, even things, I mean, I keep going on and on, but like a, a CNN or a news feed or something like that. They have really moved to Fox News. You know, they have moved away from a television model to, you know, really a, a multi-interactive communication model. You get it, right. get it wherever you get it kind of thing. So. Right. Absolutely. Which is super. I mean, that's just a requirement now, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and I mean, I totally agree with all of those points. Um, something else that we kind of had talked about was, you know, brands evolving or maybe speaking up a little bit more and understanding um, more about their consumers and what they enjoy or things that their consumer cares about and how um, the corporation or the brand can also, you know, meet them there. It's not just about, you know, spewing sales points all of the time, but it's also, you know, people are much more aware of your community impact or your global impact and, what you're doing for people. I think um, brands are much more aware or maybe moving towards being more aware of people and issues and what people care about. And I think that that's very important and high up in people making, you know, decisions and buying decisions and where they're spending their money and where they're not spending their money. So I think that that's also, you know, a major point of evolution at this point. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a an excellent point. Um, so what so what happens next? I mean, I I don't want to harp on the casual nature of brands, but you know, for the last year, uh, we've all kind of been sitting around in our uh, t shirt and shorts trying to do some work. And you know, I uh, had a good friend. I think we talked about when we went to to dinner with him earlier last week. And it's a, it's the, literally the first time he had been out to eat uh, since the pandemic. So 18, 18 months plus or minus. Mm. And he's going back into the office on the third or fourth of August. And he, I mean, he's got some real anxiety about it. And I thought, you know, I heard of that on the news and I thought, well, you know, that has to do with maybe not going to work or whatever, but it's, it's the fact that, you know, people have, have gotten used to basically being by themselves or being at right home alone. Yeah. Having that, that interaction. So, you know, 
with that, I mean, the whole point of a brand is really to, you know, sell or provide a service. I mean, I, I think the next step is really going to be how to reach out to folks. And with that, I mean, you and I've talked about this too, the staffing issue just compounds that as well, because right. you know, now, now a brand has to basically do internal communication, lack of better terms, like, Hey, we have jobs come work. And it also has to work towards the consumer's needs of, you know, here's, here's a cool brand and we provide, you know, a pair of socks every time you buy a socks or a pair of shoes or that type mm-hmm. of thing. And it's, it's almost like these brands are getting sandwiched in the middle. These companies are getting sandwiched in the middle. So. Right. Um, and you know, that go, kind of goes back to the people aspect on the recruitment or finding, you know, staffing, you know, I think brands really have to consider again, you know, things have changed. People's mindsets have changed and how do we meet them where they currently are? And then, you know, I, I always hate the saying, but, and then grow together mm-hmm. um, and move forward together. You know, things may never go back to the way they were. Um, but finding that new, you know, new goals, new um, priorities for your brand and your employees together, um, you know, hopefully leads to a more positive outlook in the future. And, you know, a brand building, it's an opportunity. I think it's also what you make it. It's also your mindset. Um, you know, everyone has been struggling. I, I mean, I'm going to say everyone. Sure, there were companies who um, probably made a lot of money um, over the course of the past year and grew um, due to the pandemic, but many others in the general public, you know, did not. So I think it's also an opportunity to, you know, as we were just talking about, either refocus, rebrand, rebuild, um, kind of come forth with something new um, and evolve right now. I mean, there's no time like right now, given everything that's happened. So hopefully Absolutely. that's what comes of it. Yeah. Yeah. And and like you mentioned at the, at the start of the podcast, um, for good or bad, you know, businesses either make it or they don't. And right. I think that's the ebb and flow of uh, capitalism and it's the ebb and flow of good ideas and bad ideas. It's, it's literally the, it's the kind of the way everything works. So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. It's um, we kind of meandered through this podcast a little bit, but I think that tr- too is a uh, true to form. I think, you know, instead of it being a very rigid podcast with uh, three succinct ideas and a intro and a, and a conclusion, I think we've made this more of a, you know, kind of like a lackadaisical convo type of thing. So, yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> that's probably what we usually do if we want to be really honest, but what? Oh. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, then I challenge you next time, Lauren, I will be wearing a tie and coat. And I hope that you two will put on some type of formal wear for our next podcast. How's that? Okay. Sounds great. <laughs> That'll never happen. All right. Well, we will wrap this up. Uh, I'm Tony Van. And I'm Lauren Doherty. And you just listened to another edition of the G Factor podcast. Thank you for listening to G Factor. For more episodes, additional information, and a way to connect with Lauren and Tony, visit theguildfactor.com. <laughs>